Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a good day today. Bull market is back, baby. The reset has happened. The bull market is back. It's a little tongue-in-cheek, you know, because we said last week this was going to be a bear market rally. This is what they look like. I mean, this is what they look like. So it's so easy. See, look what's happened to me already. <laughs> it's so easy to get caught up in this and to want, you know, with every fiber of your DNA, to want the bull market to be back. And then you look at the charts and you go, my God, we're still we're still 10% below the 200-day moving average. What? You know, but uh, look, we're going to enjoy the moment and also put it in perspective because I do think the lows are in. Uh, I certainly think this. Even if the major indexes go back and retest to a double bottom, which, by the way, that would be really healthy. That's what really makes great bull markets is retest. We haven't had a lot of retests, and that's made for, for weak bull markets. Think about it the last year and a half, right? We need the fear of God. We need true capitulation that comes to the double bottom. Frankly, when you really break, when you break the previous lows by about a half a percent, then people really freak. And that's when they get stopped out. That creates the best, the best bottoms in the world. And of course, if it happens on a Monday, when you get like a minus 5% open, now we're talking about ideal, okay? But you know what? Barring that, barring that, I'll say this. Most stocks have hit their lows. And I think we've got some, some data to back that up that, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty, um, pretty impressive. It's, it's uh, historically impressive that you just don't see these things happen often. Let's talk about the markets first today. Again, good day here. Finishing a great smart right now. Just the opposite of Tyler's yesterday. Tyler uh, got the, the really crappy smart money hour yesterday. We lost all our gains. Uh, NASDAQ finished down 140. It was not a good looking. The internals were pretty good, actually. But uh, the, the smart money hour was terrible. Today, just the opposite. We finished pretty much at the highs of the day. Uh, just a lot. There's a bid. There was a bid all day long. They tried to sell it off after the good open, right? They tried to sell it off. And the bears, I think, gave it one last shot. And now they're, they are capitulating. The shorts are beginning, beginning. To capitulate. We just bought it on Thursday. The shorts are beginning to capitulate. This move, I think this move is going to be really powerful. I think it's got a long ways to go. And yeah, I do think the lows are in place. But anyway, Dow Jones up 431 today, up 1.3%. SP 500 up a big 2% today, up 80 points. The winner on the day was actually Russell 2000 up 3.2%. That's great to see. I'll tell you why in a minute. Has to do a lot to do with Kathy Woods, ARC funds, who have just been utterly destroyed, right? A lot of small caps in there, too, small mid caps, really innovation stocks. But there are a lot of smaller companies. They were bigger at one point, now they're small caps. Good to see that bounce back. Those lows should absolutely be in place. Been obliterated, folks. Obliterated. Worse than the dot, by some metrics, worse than the dot com blow up for internet stocks, where nine out of 10 companies went out of business. That's how bad Kathy Woods' fund has done. In the last uh, year and uh, call it four or five months. NASDAQ today, again, at highs of the day, up a big 2.8%, up 321 points to 11,984. Uh, VIX now down to 26. You know, history tells us once the VIX cracks 30, it tends to pick up speed on the way down. And it was down 5% today. I expect that's going to that's gonna continue to be the case. Again, looking for a good move higher here. The shorts are just now covering. A lot of cash in silence. Bank of America uh, pointed this out uh, based on their, uh, uh, they, they do a survey with something like 300 uh, portfolio managers. And this is a big monthly survey they do. And apparent, according to them, they're carrying more cash in the books any time since 9-11-2001. 
that infamous day. Uh, when that week after the markets were closed and they halted everything and everybody went to cash to just get me out. World's coming to an end. What are they going to hit next with, you know? And then everybody found out it was an inside job. And so there you go. But long story short, all the cash on the sidelines, shorts are short. Now they're covering this again, the, 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 the possibility for a significant move higher. Uh, this is as good as I've seen. And it's been such a fast turn. It all started last Thursday when Tyler told me the fear and greed it called me up and said, Dad, have you seen the fear and greed index? I had not checked it since it was in the 20s earlier that week. And he said, well, check it, it's a six. And so that was that was it. You know, it, when the fear and greed index gets down there, it's only been that level just a few times, you know, and it's given us our, some of our best bottoms. So that was a great tell right there, I think. And then, of course, the VR, our, our momentum oscillators all went to extreme oversold on steroids. It's rare when they all do that, and they all did that Thursday. All of these things popping up, right? Uh, AI survey, sentiment survey, three weeks ago hit 15, 15% bulls. But these are extreme levels of bearishness that just don't happen often, okay? And, uh, you know, of course, it's all happening under the, the guise of uh, Team Biden, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the joke of a, uh, a rigged election that it was, having this guy, it, just intentional destruction of America. These are a, this remains our biggest concern. But from a market point of view, right, structure, structurally speaking, right, the economy is still strong, the consumer is still strong, corporate earnings are still strong. And uh, if Jay Powell doesn't screw it all up, you know what, that, that can continue to be the case. So this really has the potential to be a reset. And that's what it appears to be us right now. Again, our favorite economist is Ed Hyman at Evercore. That's what he's saying. Yeah, look, we have recessionary risk, but they're just risk at this point because the underlying strength of the economy continues to be there. So uh, that's, that's a, the market may just be telling us that right now. Uh, what else today? Um, you know, again, what we've been sharing here, I just want to tell you quickly, two of the other big indicators. First of all, the percent of NASDAQ stocks above the 200-day moving average fell to 9.8% on Thursday. Right, It's only been lower than that two other times in history. Right, That was uh, the financial crisis and the coronavirus insanity lows. That's it. It wasn't even this low when we had the uh, dot, dot bomb blow up. Okay, so th this year, these are historic lows. We're talking about for NASDAQ, for tech stocks. Again, the innovation names are in here, okay? Also, again, Kathy Woods, innovation fund, ARC, fell over from, from last February. The, the high was February of 2021. These stocks have been in a bear market for about the same length of time that the NASDAQ bear market happened when the dot bomb happened. That's how long Kathy Woods stocks have been in a bear market. And as of Thursday hit their, their nadir of down 77%, 77% in 15 months. Uh, it looks very much to us like it had a selling climax. Check the chart yourself. You'll see monster volume, okay, at the lows. That is a classic definition of a selling climax, as long as those lows hold. And, uh, you know, now they've rallied sharply, of course, the, the fund has. But again, that's the same thing NASDAQ did. NASDAQ fell, like, right at that amount. I think it's exactly 77%. During the dot bomb. So the parallels between the internet stocks and the innovation stocks, it's hard to miss the parallel. And if this is over, right, if it's over, then, this, then we have clear sailing for a very long time. Because that means it's all over. We're, we're, we're going higher. So, again, we're going we're gonna to try to keep emotion out of it, right? We've added some really good positions. Uh, we've got aggressively long here. And now what we're going to do is, uh, is play this smart 
And uh, if we need to take short-term profits, we'll do it. Uh, but right now, I think we've got a, we've got a good setup here. Also interesting, Tyler reminded me, put call ratio today, right? You'd think with this kind of move we had, the put call ratio would be way back down again. It was over a one all day today, except for like one, one report. So that means excessive uh, put buy, which tells you there are a lot of people thinking this is a bear market rally and they're trying to jump in front of it and buy puts. That is not typically what happens when people are expecting it. The market doesn't do what the majority expects. That's an interesting observation, I thought. Um, also today, interesting. You know, you're looking for signs of a reversal on the bottom, and it's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to that news. So I'll tell you in housing. Got some really crappy housing data today, okay? And we, we just bought a housing ETF this morning. So I'm like, okay, that was terrible timing. I thought we were buying at the lows. And they got hit. And then, boom, big reversal, Right? Housing, uh, the ETF we bought wound up today almost 9% higher. HGX, the housing uh, index, wound up 3% higher today. So big reversal on bad news. That's what you look for when you're looking for a sign of a bottom. Also, you know, one of our favorites to track is the semiconductors, right? Semis today. Uh, remember, on Friday, the semis were up 5%, okay? They gave back about a percent and a half yesterday, right? But today up another almost 5%, up 4.8%. So we're looking at, again, semis were destroyed, down 32%, okay, from, 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 from top to bottom. Brutal bear market in short fashion. And now that looks like it's reversed, and that looks like the lows could be in place. If the semis are going to lead higher, like they've been doing, then they're, they're, you would be, I'll be honest with you, you're a bit of an idiot to stand in front of this market and try to get short or buy puts. The semis are the key, folks. Watch the semiconductors. They control everything about the market, and they have for a very long time. Uh, so anyway, those are some of the things we'll look at. I think the path of least resistance is higher. The path of least resistance is higher, and that's a big pattern change. Talking about pattern changes, again, we see it in the internals, don't we? Think about how many times you heard Tana on these podcasts talking about these god-awful internals. You know, We had days where the Dow was up 300, and we had negative internals. And then when the market got hit, they were really bad, like six, seven, eight to one negative. Well, that all changed also on Thursday. The Thursday, the, the, actually Wednesday, Thursday, the internals started to get better, even as the market was lower. Again, these are the tells you look for. Today, it continued. Uh, 88% up, excuse me, 84% up volume today for NYSE. A very, very solid day here. Even yesterday, with a cra pretty crappy market, the internals were solid. Uh, again, that's a tell. Uh, NASDAQ, a volume, 79%, continues a string of really good readings in, in, in volume for NASDAQ and NYSE. Advanced decline, NASDAQ, better than 3 to 1 positive. NYSE, better than 4 to 1 positive. So, really good readings. We did have a negative uh, outcome and new 52 week highs and lows. Don't ask me yet. I haven't checked the list of these stocks to know why we had uh, 200 and, excuse me, 382 stocks hit a new 52 week low to just 76 hit a new 52-week high. That's something we'll watch. It, it just does tend to have a little bit of a lag effect. But if that list starts growing, folks, if that list starts growing, you're asking what the tells are, to, if we're going to go back lower. If the list of 52-week uh, high lows starts to grow again to the downside, that's a tell. If the VIX starts moving higher again, that's a tell. And if these bonds, you know, again, the tenure now, it got back down to a 2.96. Now it's back to, excuse me, a 2.86. And now it's back to 2.97. So, you know, we're not surprised that rates are going higher, 
because the Fed's trying to, the Fed wants to sell three trillion dollars dollars worth of their balance sheet into the market, and the market's like, yeah, you want to sell it to us? Yeah, it's not going to happen at this price. You, let's get the yields up to four, five, six, seven, eight percent. Then we'll buy your debt from the Fed. The market front running. The market, Jay Powell and team have completely telegraphed what it is they want to do. So the, the market just front runs. This is not a smart, it's not a smart Federal Reserve, which is why I believe it's just not. And which is why I believe you have so many ex-Fed governors, Ben Bernanke, right, that are criticizing it publicly, which never happens, criticizing Jay Powell and his merry band of money printers, uh, which is very interesting. So Jay Powell's going to be the fall guy. If this all goes to shit, trust me, Jay Powell is the fall guy here. Uh, the deer uh, in the headlights that he is. Uh, but again, path of least resistance is higher. We like the action we've seen so far. The internals are just fantastic, really, again. Uh, sector watch, again, same thing there. 10 of 11 sectors turns higher on the day. Uh, led to the upside by technology. That's what you want to see. Up 2.9%. Materials up 2.8%. Everything's up 2% there, pretty much. Downside, consumer staples down 1%. But 10 out of 11 finished higher today. There's nothing there to uh, to be disappointed about at all. In our commodity watch, this is a little bit of a surprise. Gold got a bid yesterday. I thought that would continue. I still do. Gold and the miners tend to lag the broad markets, but but but... If things are going to begin to reinflate, right? If the reset is ending, uh, then we're going to see we'll see a really good move higher back in gold and silver again. And remember, they they have they have served their role as a store of value, uh, especially gold. Silver got whacked twenty four percent or something, uh, but gold only dropped I think it was nine nine ten percent uh, during this latest uh, you know thirty percent of a move lower. Uh, just a liquidity crisis. What are you going to do? Everything has changed now because of the Fed. It just has. Uh, they are the, the they are they are liquidity, and if they're not in the market, it's disaster city. Gold today flat eighteen fourteen an ounce. Silver up five cents an ounce at twenty one sixty one. Copper uh, down up four cents a, a pound at four twenty three a pound. Oil today down two fifty a barrel, but oil stocks are higher. Again, there's your tell. Oil today closing at one point. Uh, excuse me, one hundred nine dollars and twenty three cents a barrel. XLE, the energy ETF. Is uh again? It's just gangbusters up another one and a half percent today. Even as oil's down, that's that's a good sign for uh, for the group. Uh, and finally, Bitcoin. You know, <clears throat> this is really important now. What happens in, in the crypto space is important to the market. I think everyone's figured this out now because you know forever they didn't matter. There there wasn't a systemic risk. There is now. If this group blows up. And we've seen signs that it could, right? I mean, Bitcoin just fell 64%, okay, in six months. That's not a store of value, is it? Right? That's, that they, that's how they pitched it. It's not. Can't pitch like that anymore. People should laugh in the face. It's an investment opportunity, folks, into alternative currency that may or may not stand the test of time. No one knows the answer to that yet. But it's a wild-ass investment idea that's made people a lot of money. It's the best performing uh, asset that there is over what one, five, ten years. No, nothing really close to it. Okay, not one, but five and ten years. And uh, <clears throat> but it's now so big the the you know the 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 total size, the market value of all these cryptos is so massive that if they blow up, you know, and now you have stable coins breaking bid. If this group blows up, we saw a snapshot of it. That's where the real fear came. 
We got capitulation last week, but not from stocks. We got it because of fears of, 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 of the crypto space blowing up entirely. That's where the fear came from. That's what gave us our bottom. So the reality is, if this group blows up, the market, we, we see now, if this group blows up, the stock market is going to blow up. It just is. It's, that, it's a systemic risk. And frankly, it should be regulated as one. All right, it just should. It, you can't have something this size not be regulated to at least some extent. That's just, that's just the reality of it, folks. And I think that's one of the reasons it's fallen in price. Because everyone knows uh, regulation's coming. And they know that government-issued stable coins are coming. And there's your real competition right there. Uh, uh, but again, the point I'm trying to make here is really would like to see Bitcoin and the crypto space get a bid. Like to see Bitcoin trade back to 35, 40,000. You know, uh, we can say this is a great shakeout, another good buying opportunity. But messing around here at 30,000 or you know, below, is still a little bit of a fear there that some, another shoe's going to drop. That is a concern that we have. Not a big one, but as I say, I feel a lot better if this group starts getting legs and performs better. Bitcoin today up 328 at the 30,113. All right, folks, always appreciate you, you listening to us every day and thank you for your feedback. We, we really do love it. Uh, if you're not with us and want to come uh, check us out, do so for two free weeks at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. And join me tonight. I'll be on the Wayne Root Show tonight at 7.05 Eastern Standard Time. Talk about the markets and everything we see happening. And Wayne is just the best. So look forward to seeing you on USA Radio, usaradio.com at 7.05 Eastern Standard Time. All right, folks, we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.